Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to Real Talk with Alyssa. Today, we are going to be discussing dating and relationships. So, yes, super vague title. I get that. But I really want to kind of hone in on dating and relationships as it pertains to the healing and spiritual journey that all of you are on that are listening to my podcasts. So, the the relationships and dating could be both platonic or romantic. And this is actually a topic that's so important to be discussing anyway. And and I think it's important for everyone to really reflect on because it really tells us a lot about who we are, where we're at, you know, what has happened to us in the past that have reflected the relationships currently in our lives. And also um, on the healing journey, you really start to see the transition in the types of relationships that you engage in. It's actually pretty interesting and actually um, very rewarding to take a look and reflect on. So let's jump in. So as we embark on a healing and spiritual journey, I I say both because it's, I don't know, I feel like it kind of goes, it's pretty parallel with each other. Uh, But as you embark on a healing journey, it allows you to reflect on your past and present relationships and get a better idea of, you know, how people are treating you, what you're allowing people, how you're allowing people to treat you, the type of partners that you're picking, the type of friends that you're picking, the type of people that you're allowing in your life. And as you're on this journey, you're really forced to go within and reflect on these relationships that you've been engaging in and you'll start to see patterns in these relationships that pretty much reflect the family dynamic that you grew up in. So yes, this is pretty much parallel to the traumas that you've experienced in childhood, the family dynamics and how like the certain types of people, even the, the, the genders, the roles, the age, all that stuff plays a role in the way that we connect with people and the types of interactions and relationships that we hold with people. So this is actually a really, really good tool for healing. And I encourage everyone to kind of just take a step back if you haven't already, by the way, and just take a piece of paper and start to write down like the significant relationships that you've had throughout your life with people and how they've made you feel, uh, whether they were good or bad, what happened, how it made you feel, how you responded to it, and just kind of what the outcome was. And then maybe write down a list of all your family members and specifically detail the types of relationships that you've each you've had with them and, and maybe see if there's some um, correlations. Uh, it's You'll find that there are definitely correlations, but it also, it's a great tool for helping you uh, find the areas in which you need to start working on. This actually helped me to learn my attachment style. And, you know, my attachment style is the very first episode on this podcast. So if you don't know what your attachment style is, I'd highly recommend taking a listen to the attachment styles episode as I discuss how attachment styles are really important to know as they are a reflection of the relationships that you hold in your life. Also, reflection of your childhood trauma and shit that you've been exposed to. So moving forward... Reflecting on my relationships from the past has helped me to recognize where I was, in fact, being toxic. So it's a big pill to swallow 
but this is honestly why a lot of people don't embark on a healing journey is because they actually have to accept the fact that they're part of the problem. And who the fuck wants to accept that? Just kidding, not who the fuck, because obviously all of us here are fairly open to doing that. Some more than others, but, you know, it's a big pill to swallow and to acknowledge that, hey, you know what? I've been toxic here. All the relationships, the friendships and all that, regardless, like, of the age and my knowledge and awareness of, you know, my upbringing, my traumas and how it reflected in these relationships, you know, I I was allowing these people in my life and I was allowing them to treat me a certain way. And I was part of the problem. I was part of the toxic freaking cycle, just continuing that cycle. So as you start to look within and realize, hey, you know what? I'm also the problem. You'll start to really go inward and say, well, you know, how can I start working through these? And this is very, very vague. I have topics to, you know, really hone in on how to work through these traumas. Uh, I, I have a, the trauma episode, gaslighting. We have so many different episodes. So I'm not even going to go like straight, straight into detail. But what I really want to uh, continue to discuss here is what happens on the healing and spiritual journey. Like I'm not trying to ha- focus on the healing part of it, but I want to also bring to everyone's awareness just kind of like what to expect and what's normal and it's okay to experience certain things. So on this journey, as you heal yourself, as you dig deep into your ego and you clear out the inauthentic layers of yourself, you're going to realize that there's a lot of relationships in your life that have been very inauthentic and are just not in alignment with who you truly are. And then as you continue to do that, you're really going to start to realize that, holy shit, no one really knows who they are, and no one really had, like, a lot of people have very inauthentic relationships and connections, both platonic and romantic. So (laughs) as you, like, really, really get deep into this awakening and this healing, and you really start looking around, you're just like, holy shit, is, is there any like truly valuable quality relationships out there? And is it possible for me to experience them? You're going to start to notice a lot of people kind of shedding away and, and kind of vibrating out of your lives, whether, you know, something, there's an exchange that happens. But as you meet yourself on a deeper level, you start to realize that it's not a these relationships that you've been engaging in are just not as fulfilling. So these people kind of just vibrate their way out of your life. And then before you know it, you kind of look around and you're like, holy shit, I don't really have many people. And then to add on to that, what happens is you continue to find yourself more and more and you you devote yourself so much to this journey And you realize that you struggle to connect with people because as you meet yourself on a deeper level, you realize that most people don't really meet themselves below the surface. Therefore, how could you have a deep, authentic, genuine connection with people when most of them are just sitting on the surface and you're like, you know, hundreds of feet below surface, just kind of in a completely different world? Um, so first of all, I, I do want to discuss and highlight the whole 
relationships vibrating out of your life because that could be a very challenging part of the journey because it could feel like you're losing people and you feel like you grieve these losses. Now, as I reflect on my journey, I definitely realize, holy shit, there's a lot of people in my life that are no longer in my life anymore. And that includes like family members, like the the validity of the relationship and, you know, the loss of best friends or people who are like very, very close. You realize that, oh my God, like where did everybody go? So it can definitely be very emotional. And that's another authentic part of the journey is grieving the loss of the people that no longer serve your highest good. And I think the hardest part about this is when you have like a connection with someone and you really, really, truly care about them and you don't want to necessarily end the relationship, but also at the same time, you realize that this person just isn't where you're at. You're just at different parts of life and the journey and it just kind of makes it very hard to let go. And that's just the thing. A lot of this, a big portion of this journey is literally just letting go and you let go of a lot of people. So it could be very challenging having to release and let go of people that you really genuinely care about. For the people listening to this podcast, obviously, because <laughs> how else would anyone know what I'm saying? But it's fair to say that most of you are very highly empathic and very intuitive. You see what, what pe especially people like myself, we could see people for who they truly are behind the scars. And that's oftentimes why we get caught up in like staying in these dynamics because we see them for this beautiful soul that they are. But just on the outside, the inauthentic layers of themselves, there's just too many layers of inauthentic people that it's you can't break through it. That's just where they're at. That's just who they are. So it's very, very hard and very challenging on this uh, journey. And I really want to highlight the loss that people can experience. And also, if you are guided to release someone, I encourage you to trust your gut as hard as it is. And, and I have to say, this is this is actually something that I've experienced both platonic and dating that the universe or I would get a download and I would be guided to release this person from my life. And I didn't necessarily want to do that because I'm like, well, why do I have to do that? And then I, I, would, I fought it. I just kept fighting it because I'm like, well, what the fuck? But eventually I, I quickly learned, well, if I don't trust my intuition and take action, then there's going to be lessons to be learned here. You have to trust your gut, trust your intuition. It's coming from somewhere and it's guiding you on the path that you desire. So some people may not be in your, may, some people aren't meant to be in your life right now. Who knows? Maybe in the future, they'll be back into your lives. But just as of right now, they, it's, there's just no space for that. And, you know, unfortunately, I have a million people on my mind right now that I think of that I experienced, you know, letting go of because I had to and it's easy to choose yourself on this journey, but it doesn't make it any easier having to let people go. Uh, there's a lot of relationships that I let go of because of this. As far as dating, 
Now, this is this is the fun part. <laughs> so the dating part, I so it's been probably about like a year and we're going on like a, a little over a year and a half now that I've been really, really dedicated to this journey. And there was like two times that I dated. <laughs> Literally the last time that I actually dated was back in May of 2022. I haven't dated since then because I was guided not to. So, but what I, what, what I'm grateful for is that I'm able to reflect back on those different months that I did. So there was like you know, the end of 2021 and then May of 2022. And then I I had a recent situation that was like very, very short lived. But I'm able to reflect back on those situations and just see the progress that I have made personally with growth. And I, I see the difference of the, like, not only like the guys that like I vibrate, energetically vibrate into my life, but like I see the way that I respond and the, and the bullshit that I tolerated and the bullshit that I didn't tolerate. And I recently realized, holy shit, like I'm not really tolerating any bullshit anymore. But because of that, by the way, it makes dating very, very hard. So for anybody out there listening right now on this journey and who's as deep as, you know, I've gone at this point and, you know, I don't know how fucking deep it goes, but, you know, you're going to realize that it's very hard dating because you're going to start to, first of all, you're going to reflect back on the romantic relationships that you've experienced and you're going to be like, what the actual fuck was I thinking dating this person? I feel like I've actually been going through like a cycle right now. Uh, late, well, more so lately, I'm just like, oh my God, I can't believe I let that person treat me like that. Like you're, you're going to be so incredibly disgusted by the behaviors that you tolerated in past relationships that you've worked through. Like once you gain that self-love and respect, you're not going to have any tolerance for any type of bullshit. I'm, I don't go on the dating apps. I'm guided not to go on these dating apps because there's so much bullshit, so many inauthentic guys out there who just... Well, I mean, for for me, I'm looking for guys, anyone in general experiencing pretty much the same thing. But there's a lot of people out there who just don't know who the fuck they are and don't do the inner work. And they're very surface level people. And in addition to that, you know, you as you do work on yourself and you, you know, increase your 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 raise your vibration, you're you're going to notice that more and more people are, are attracted to that. So not only so you're attracting more people into your life, but it's just like not good people. It's people who essentially need to like use you for healing, <laughs> for lack of a better word. It may not always be the case, but also you may be vibrating people into your life that are going to teach you lessons. So back in May of 2022, I was dating and I'm grateful for it because I was called to go on the dating apps and I, and I listened and I leaned into it and I trusted uh, the unknown and I went into it and I was dating this guy and it, it was like I mean I'm dating this guy it was like you know when you're going out on dates or you're hanging out whatever and I was hanging out with this one guy and holy shit I like I can look like, looking back in hindsight now I'm like okay well I should there was a red flag and sometimes you want to give people the benefit of the doubt because you're we're all humans right but I was like, okay, like, I'll keep an eye on this. I'll keep an eye on this. Like, I don't really know about this. Went on a first date. I was like, I don't want to go on a second date. It was like, if it's not a hell, hell yes, then it's a no. And um, it was certainly a no, but I continued. And I hung out with him again. Um, 
but it was like a quick little sh- short 12 day dating session or whatever and this guy started like gaslighting me and I'm like oh fuck no I am not gonna be gaslit in this freaking five second long relationship so I called him out on that shit and I was like fuck that like this isn't gonna work out um but you you're intolerant of that and and I had already picked up on the signs early on and at this point in the game if I were to like go back out there and go on the dating apps first of all I don't think I would necessarily attract those types of people but of course you know there's more of them out there so um, you know, I'm not really good at math or anything, but I think that the probability of, you know, having to fish through those guys is, is still going to be fairly high, but there's not, not that many good quality people out there in general. So the, uh, percentage of finding people that are truly, truly in alignment with you and your highest good is going to be very, very small. So I want to highlight to anyone again, listening is that it can definitely get very, very lonely. But what I've learned is that through the loneliness, you know, it all offers space for you to find yourself even more. Now, listen, we're all humans. We all want to have human contact. We want to have connection. It's a human craving that we have. We all want and need connection. So I'm not denying that. And I'm definitely not encouraging people, hey, it's okay. Just like be on your own and like do your own thing. You can fulfill your own needs. No. However, you want to make sure that you're not being codependent on other people. And there's there could definitely be, you know, a fine line, a gray area in that sense. So that's why I think it's important that if you're feeling a little lonely, hey, if you don't have that outlet to reach out to people, maybe go within. Go within and find out, well, you know what, how could I fill my cup? Is this really truly something that I need to work through? Or is this really just something, a connection that I just need? And that's fair and that's valid. I've definitely had plenty of moments where I'm just like, you know, like I, I, I talk to people. And that's another thing, by the way, to add on is that you'll have connections with other people, but something about it is just isn't as fulfilling. You feel like you're not necessarily seen for who you truly are and you're craving something deeper. So it could definitely get lonely when you don't have those connections around you. So the loneliness is a reflection of like, well, I'm connecting with these people, but I'm not connecting with people to the depths that I have the ability to. So that's 100% fair. And it's, it could, it could be challenging 100%. Hey, it's character building, right? (laughs) It actually really is though, just because I know that I've gone through those episodes multiple different times. But, you know, I've learned that through these loneliness episodes, we'll call it, I found myself deeper and deeper and I was able to fulfill a need of mine more and more. And then the needs that I knew for sure in my heart that I'm like, you know what, I think I just need some human contact. I think that's really what it comes down to. I found different ways to do it and to channel that. So there's different ways to approach it. Of course, you have to it, it's helpful if you are tapped into your intuition and, and you're connected because then you're more open to the guidance from the universe, God, source, spirit, whoever it is that you pray to or whoever it is that you believe in. If you leave yourself open to a higher power, something bigger than us, which I 100% believe that there's something bigger than us, then they're not going to steer you in the wrong direction. They're always going to steer you in a direction that's going to be helpful to you and your highest good. So that's why relationships and dating is so important on the healing journey because it's 
honestly what's going to get you to the end result, which is death. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Although we all are going to die. that We can't cheat that. Back to what I was saying. On this journey, you're going to raise your vibration. People are going to vibrate out of your life. You're going to start to be like, oh my God, no one's around me. It could definitely be very lonely. But then you meet yourself on an even deeper level. And then as you raise your vibration high enough, you're going to start to slowly vibrate people into your life. So I do want to give an interesting example that I recently had. I was so, so, so excited. I actually briefly mentioned this in my last podcast, but I was super excited to meet somebody in my life that I felt like actually saw me, understood me, like was at my level and just understood me and got me. And I knew that this individual wasn't in a place for any form of romantic connection. So I agreed to be friends with this person. Now, this is this is one of the letting go situations that can definitely be very challenging because I started to realize that, holy shit, okay, well, first of all, this person's a soulmate. We spent many lifetimes together. We have a very strong connection and I'm very much connected to their energy, whether they realize it or not, I'm fully aware of it. So I started noticing since this individual was in my life that my energy was very, very off. The best, so this is something, and it was slowly coming to me in different signs, but the vision that I almost got was like, if anyone has ever seen the movie Jumper and there's, you know, this person who is able to like jump to like different locations and, and timelines and something like that. And and there was a group of people who were after this person and other people who were like him. And they had these like technology uh, things that like if they got them in person, they can click them and it like almost like deactivates their abilities and I'm not saying that this person deactivated my abilities, but something was extremely off with my energy. And this person wasn't an energy vampire. I just think that I was so, I was very much connected to this person, energetically speaking. And I quickly realized, well, I need to release this person because our energies, and, and it was to the point where I'm like, you know what? This person can't be in my life right now because their energy just is affecting mine. And it's, I'm not going to go into freaking overtime to try to protect my energy just so I can have this person in my life. It's, it's not about that. It's about inner peace and it wasn't bringing me inner peace. So what I had to do was I had to release this person. Unfortunately, you know, despite caring for this person, despite feeling so connected and deeply connected, having the past life connections. And by the way, when I see deeply connected, I'm saying like, it's been a while, a very, very long time, very long time since I actually met someone that I connected with that deeply. It was um, easy for me to say, well, that's it. I got the download. I have to release and I have to let go. And then I was hesitant. It took me some time. I was playing around with it for like about a week. And then finally I woke up one morning, which ironically was the new moon, which has to do with, you know, releasing things and holding space for new beginnings to come, which is, you know, been the theme. I decided I was going to release this person out of my life. I was, I was upset about it. It took me a couple hours where I was just like, fuck, this sucks. Like, I really wanted this person in my life, but also at the same time, I deserve so much more than what this person even has the ability to offer in a friendship right now. This person's not even meeting my, my needs or re requirements in a friendship. I have, a, you know, a, a list of 
requirements of that of people that I'm going to allow that are close in my life. So it, it took me a couple hours to really just process and be like, okay, not necessarily grieve, but grieve and, you know, let go. And then I reached out to the person and I said, okay, like, you know, this just isn't working out right now. Maybe in the future we can, you know, reconnect. But as of right now, I just can't do this. And the person was very understanding and very respectful about it. I didn't say the details about how their energy was like affecting me so fucking much. But that's just an example of having to let people go. And all you can really do is just trust that, hey, if they're meant to come back into your life, they're going to come back into your life. But this is literally just the name of the game uh, with dating and relationships on this healing and spiritual journey. Now, I'm not going to get into great detail about certain roles, but there are people in my life that were very close to me at one point that I've completely disconnected to. And and some of the deep, deep ones where they had deep wounds and very deep connections for almost, you know, basically my entire life, those were very, very hard to let go of. But it taught me a lot about myself. As I distanced myself from these people, it offered me the space to reflect on the relationship and, you know, the thoughts. Because it, when we all take a step back from relationships, we're like, oh, okay, I did know that. I did know that. We start to recognize that we actually really did fucking know. And in the grand scheme of things, we all fucking know these, uh, this shit. When we have relationships, when we meet people, we get those downloads. We choose to ignore them. But as you embark on a healing and spiritual journey, you learn to not in- ignore those signs. But all of this is really meant to help you gain more awareness, a deeper awareness of yourself, uh, strengthen your the love that you have for yourself, the connection with yourself, your soul, your purpose. And it's also really good for your, your highest good, uh, soul growth. It's all worth it. So despite the challenges that come on this journey with dating and relationships, both platonic or romantic, it's going to come with its challenges. But I just want to reassure everyone here that's listening that no matter what relationships you're in right now, if you feel guided to disconnect and pull back or just release them completely, do it. Because I promise you, it's going to feel so much better in the end. Like, I just released this person literally yesterday, actually. I woke up this morning and I fucking felt amazing. I'm starting to feel back to myself because their energy was really affecting me. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, well, that was it. That was That's all I had to do. So the sooner that you do it, the better. But also do it on the time that you're comfortable with, of course. Like, it took me a couple weeks to process for this one. And then for other people, it took me like a day. It depends on the depth the, the strength of the connection, the longevity of the connection, and so on and so forth. But releasing, letting go, losing people is very, very common on the spirit on the spiritual awakening journey, on your healing journey. But it's all for the better, um, as as annoying as that sounds, because it's very rewarding. When you when you carry that energy, that burden on you, you're only holding yourself down and you're holding yourself back. So it's for, it's, 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 it's meant to happen for, for good. It's just, it's hard to understand it in the moment. But as you reflect back on the relationships, you see like both, again, platonic and romantic, all the relationships, the friendships, uh, all the men, women that you've dated, you look back and you're like, thank fucking God it didn't work out, right? So if you think of it from that perspective of the people that are currently in your life that maybe you're feeling guided to disconnect from, just trust that 
It may not make sense in the moment, but it will definitely make sense in the future. And you'll be grateful that it happened just as you're grateful that all the other relationships didn't work out in the past. So I hope that you guys find comfort in this podcast. I'm not necessarily offering any type of healing approach just because I feel like this is more of an informational post so that anyone who is on this journey who may be feeling lonely or struggling to connect with people that I just want to reassure you that this is perfectly normal. Losing people, losing people, you can't see my fingers, I'm doing the quotation, losing people is very normal, but it's only to hold space for the good and amazing and beautiful things that are to come in your life. So just trust that and just lean into it. Just surrender to it. And if you don't know how to surrender, listen to my surrender podcast. It's a process. All of this stuff is a process. It's a learning experience. But I know that if, if I could do it, I know that anybody else can do it. So with that being said, everyone, I hope that you all have a great week. I hope that you all had an amazing new moon. And also, by the way, we are going to be retro retrograde free for three months now. So everything's going to be in forward motion. All we're going to have to deal with is the moon cycle and the planets entering whatever the fuck signs it is <laughs> making whatever movements. But retrogrades kind of put us all in forward motion which is great so i hope everyone's feeling a lot lighter um energetically and i wish you all the best when it comes to dating and relationships and hey if you have any questions or you want to share a story i haven't mentioned this in a while but please feel free to reach out to me by my email realtalkwithalissa at gmail.com um, i do offer mentoring services i do offer readings any type of support uh, services i am providing so you can contact me on my email Thank you so much and have a great week.